Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic host of Bachelor Nation News on this hump day, August 9th, 2023. we got all your entertainment news in one place. It's getting heated out there. So much to cover all on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. Oh, boy. Where do we even begin? Let's start with some good news, why don't we? Congratulations are in order to Noah Erb and Abigail Erringer. She said yes, folks. They're engaged. Bachelor in Paradise stars are engaged. The proposal was perfect, says Noah. Well, let's ask Abigail about that. They got engaged in La Jolla, California. People exclusively reported it with the photos, and we covered this story right away as it came out. Happened last night. Uh, Thomas Jacobs, uh, soon-to-be daddy of Becca Kufrin's uh, child, his child with Becca Kufrin, they're engaged, right? I don't think they're married yet, just engaged. They, uh, Thomas, helped stage the setup, and Noah led Abigail up to the top floor of a house overlooking the water. Rose petals were everywhere, and then we saw his publicist, Lori Kay, actually posted that uh, they had set it up. He went to Trader Joe's, as you do. I'm guessing got four, maybe five dozen roses. The petals were out, and then the photos were beautiful. She said yes, folks. She said yes. So congratulations to that couple. We actually played a clip in the YouTube video of them describing their relationship. As we know, it ended in the sandy beaches of paradise, and then he sent her a text message afterwards saying, hey, you good? How you doing out there? And before you know it, they were spotted in Oklahoma, and it's been several years since then and they are going strong and we'll have to keep up to date on them with whatever marriage news comes out. But congratulations to them. And now in a very sad story outside of the Bachelor world, Lil Tay, teen internet rapper, has died. This has been reported all over the place. Do you might remember this rapper? She was kind of like a parody of a rich young uh, rapper. She was nine years old at the time when her content went viral. Listen to this. Y'all ain't doing nothing like Lil Tay. This is why all y'all fucking haters hate me, bitch. This shit cost me 200000 So she was a internet sensation. This video from 2018, had 14 million views on Instagram. Lil Tay ain't got no license, but I still be on that rock star life. Uh, Well, that was her stage name. And sadly, her Instagram account hasn't had any activity in a while. I think the last time was four or five years ago. And now we have a statement from her page. It is with a heavy heart that we share the devastating news of our beloved Claire's sudden and tragic passing. We have no words to express the unbearable loss and indescribable pain. This outcome was entirely unexpected and has left us all in shock. Her brother's passing adds an even more unimaginable depth to our grief. During this time of immense sorrow, we kindly ask for privacy as we grieve this overwhelming loss, as the circumstances surrounding Claire and her brother's passing are still under investigation. Claire will forever remain in our hearts, her absence leaving an irreplaceable void that will be felt by all who knew and loved her. This was a very strange case study of somebody who was thrown in the spotlight at the age of nine. 3.3 million followers on her Instagram page, hasn't released anything in years, and she would have been 14. How did she and her brother uh, die? Uh, We really don't know. We don't know the story. We're going to... Keep an eye on it, though, and let you know as it develops. 
In other news today, non-Bachelor related, and we will get to a Bachelor story right after this, but in other news, Senator Dianne Feinstein from my state of California, uh, taken to the hospital after tripping, falling in San Francisco. Senator Dianne Feinstein's office released this statement. Senator Feinstein briefly went to the hospital yesterday afternoon as a precaution after a minor fall in her home. All of her scans were clear and she returned home. It's absolutely insane and I think most people can agree on this, it is absolutely insane that she is still in office. The 90-year-old senator has struggled with health issues over the last year. Now, look, we wish her the best health in, in her last years of her life, right? She's, she's, uh, she's 90 years old. Come on, there's no other way to put this than she's, she's old. That's not an ageist thing to say. We need to figure out and again, me, this is probably good faith. This is good faith for Democrats and Republicans. We need to figure out an age at which you no longer do public office. Why do we have a 90-year-old making policy for 18-year-olds, for 10-year-olds? You know, wh what in the world has come of our political system? Uh, Mitch McConnell's too old. She's too old. You got, I don't know what it is. If the retirement, uh, how about this? The retirement age in real life for most people is 65, maybe 70. We like elders. We like older people for their wisdom. Let's call it 70. Let's cap it off there. Wrap up whatever term you're under. But after the age of 70, you just get to go hang out in Florida, play some shuffleboard, and just enjoy the rest of your life. Be a grandmother. Be a great-grandmother. You know what I mean, folks? How wild out there. All right, well, we're going to get to a wild Claire Crowley story. And I mean wild right after this uh, quick mention of our sponsors. Today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Microdose Gummies, an incredible entry-level dose of THC that helps you feel just the right amount of good. Microdosing helps curb my anxiety and keeps my creative mind feeling relaxed all day long. You know my schedule content in the morning stand up at night the last thing i need is a night of poor sleep not on my watch and guess what we've got some friends coming to our stand-up show that are using microdose gummies my stand-up show in huntington beach august 17th in seattle august 24th linktree.com slash dave neal for tickets what is that a promo within a promo that's right folks and uh one of our favorite audience members Teresa always brings microdose gummies. She's like the Santa Claus of microdosing. We love her so much. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code RUSHHOUR to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show, show description, but again, microdose.com, code RUSHHOUR. And our other sponsor today is Bachelor Rush Hour's very own Care Of. Care Of is a subscription service that ships high-quality quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. You take a short, in-depth quiz about your lifestyle and health goals for a personalized doctor-backed recommendation. The quiz can be retaken at any time to switch up your packs as your lifestyle and needs change. Maybe you're single and you go out late at night, so late at night because you're trying to meet people out at the bar. Well, maybe you need vitamins that are good for the single lifestyle, which is more energy for hanging out with a bunch of random people trying to get to know them. Maybe then you find someone you love and you need to change it. Maybe you're 
hanging out inside and maybe you're a little extra stressed out because your girlfriend's tagging you in Instagram photos of wedding rings and engagement rings and you need um, uh, you know some vitamins that are better dealing with the stresses that come with the relationship. Care of makes taking your vitamins on the go so convenient with individually daily packs that are perfect for travel. I'm using the collagen powder as I've talked about before. Putting it in my morning coffee helps keep my skin feel extremely hydrated. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter code RUSHHOUR50. That is takecareof.com and enter code RUSHHOUR50. Now, Claire Crowley probably takes collagen because she's looking fantastic, and collagen, 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 either way, here she is on the Almost Famous podcast, absolutely eviscerating her ex, Dale Moss. This will be a featured story tomorrow, but here is the short version. The very last day that I saw him was the day I was told I was going to have to go say goodbye to my mother because she was really, really sick right then. And he basically said, that's not my problem. And I begged him to please not leave me in that moment. Now, Claire does say he basically said, that's not my problem. I, I am very fair. They call me fair weather, Dave. Very fair. And I'd like to know the actual transcript of what Dale said. Uh, maybe he had a job lined up, whatever. Will he respond to these accusations? We, uh, we will wait and see. Why am I begging this man to have human decency? I was very low. I was very depressed. I don't ever want to let any man bring me that low. Even when I had my breast implants out, he showed up, took a selfie for self, you know, for social media and left the next day while I was going through recovering from surgery just to show people that he was there. No man would ever, ever do that. And it makes me cry all the time now how grateful I am for Ryan. He's so good to me. He's so good to me. All right. Again, I'm I'm mainly on Team Claire, but if if this was the court of law, I would push back. What did he really say? How long was he with you? Did he travel to see you? You know, I would I would push back a little bit. But we're gonna we're gonna dive into this tomorrow. It's a little late in the day to cover this story, but we'll be back tomorrow with that full story. And Taylor Swift is sweeping the nation. And by the way, back to the uh, engagement of Abigail and Noah. They actually received Taylor Swift tickets to tonight's concert. So tune in tomorrow. We're going to probably have video of them at the concert. Taylor Swift, thrifty Swifties are bribing security. This was posted by TMZ. Get into SoFi without your tickets. Some Taylor Swift fans are shelling out thousands to get a seat for her LA concert, while others are gaining access for much less, simply bribing security guards working the venue. Taylor said to perform show six of six Wednesday night, a stretch of shows that has felt similar to when LA hosted the Super Bowl. Resale sites like StubHub are charging at least $700 before fees just for the cheapest seats. We have direct knowledge of a handful of fans who've gotten in without tickets, Some, several of whom bribed security guards with cash. The method, these fans make it past the security checkpoints into the ticketing agent. On Monday night, we know of two fans who got in at a mere $60 a piece, while another paid $100 to get into one of the shows last week. Hey, yeah, if I'm working security and someone drops a $100 bill, maybe I go down to pick up that $100 bill. Maybe they sneak by me as I'm picking up a $100 bill. I'm just picking up a $100 bill and I look up and they're gone. What am I to do? You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> they're kind of like the Robin Hood of the uh, Taylor Swift world. 
All right, here's a fun story for you. Uh, cocaine, baby. Tampa mayor hauls in 70 pounds of blow on family fishing trip. A woman on a family fishing trip in the Florida Keys sniffed out 70 pounds of cocaine floating in the coastal waters. But this wasn't your average woman. Turns out the mayor of Tampa made the shocking discovery with her loved ones off the Middle Keys city of Marathon. Mayor Jane Castor, her brother, her son, and her girlfriend spotted the package layered with bricks of cocaine bobbing in the water on July 23rd according to a report Tuesday in the Tampa Bay Times. Castor knew immediately what it was thanks to her years of narcotics training as an ex-cop. She was also the former Tampa Bay police chief. Castor and her family lifted the bundle of blow onto their boat and transformed it back to a dock near their vacation rental home. Here's what she had to say. We've been going down there for years. It's actually one of my son's birthdays. My younger brother saw uh, some debris in the water. I was like, oh, that would be a bale of cocaine. My family was a little worried. Like, what if there's a, a tracker or something like that? I said, well, the battery's dead if that happened. Pulled it up on the boat, and it had been in the water for a while because the plastic had split open, and I could see down in the tightly wrapped kilos. There it is. Barrel of cocaine scraping news. We had it here first, folks. All right, we'll be back with more content right after a quick word from our sponsors. All right, I made a 28-minute long video on YouTube today about the subject of Sean Booth's reaction to Jason Aldean's song. I'm going to play their their abridged, their brief edited version of their conversation on this podcast, and then I'll give you a couple quick thoughts about it. Cassie's brother is Jason Aldean. That's right. A lot of sensitive topics today mm-hmm. in the world. I just honestly listened to the song this morning, and I'm like, I am having a tough time understanding the outrage. To to try to say that this song is racist is ridiculous. This really just sounds like a around and find out type of message. It doesn't make sense how what they're trying to make this song to be. I grew up in a small town. All that song is saying is that we're going to stick up for ourselves and we're going to stick up for our neighbor no matter what color they are you don't want to say to somebody don't mess with my grandmother don't mess with her store if you come mess with us i'm you're going to have a fight because i'm going to stick up for myself that's all it's saying that's the way i was raised i think that's the way the majority of people were raised i'll say this about jason and Brittany and my wife cassie we have strong core values we believe in family and faith and we believe in being a good person So then, of course, he's related to Jason Aldean through marriage, says, we believe in family and faith. And then, of course, Jason Aldean, his wife, Brittany Aldean, commented, love this oh so much. Now, in 2012, Jason Aldean cheated on his wife, and I guess you could also say his kids because he cheated on his family, with Brittany Aldean. She is his new wife that he had an affair with while he was with his old wife. How's that for family values? Now... I've already made my 28-minute-long video about this. We talked about the Second Amendment rights. We talked about the NRA. We talked about the history, sadly, of lynchings in the South. But what it really comes down to, because I probably should not be the one to speak on whether or not the song was racist, but the music video that goes along with the song was very, very sinister. It was very dark and it was very antagonizing. And I think people should be able to agree on that at least. It used clips of riots from places that weren't even in the U.S., the Ukraine, France. It used uh, stock footage of riots 
that took place in the Netflix movie Don't Look Up. Fictitious accounts of riots. Even Fox News had to tell them to take it down and take out their footage. They included footage from the Black Lives Matter movement. It was one of those, try that where we're from and see what happens. Of course, sadly, we related it back to Ahmad Arbery, who was gunned down after caught jogging in a town in Georgia. He was accused of being a burglar and they uh, they, they uh, committed, a, I guess, what was supposed to be vigilante justice, but now they're in jail for murder. So the idea of try this in a small town is just dangerous. Why don't we try holding hands and coming to some common grounds that we can agree on? Why don't we try that in our large country? Wouldn't that be nice? If we could find some places that we... Now, that, that's what his message was, uh, hey, can't we all just get along? But what he's not at least addressing is the fact that the song for sure was antagonistic. It for sure was. That's my opinion. I came to that conclusion on my opinion in the 28-minute long video. I recommend watching it. I'm not going to play it here. It's a long one. But it's just a sad story where there's so many there's so many songs you could sing that bring people together. But the idea of try that in a small town, very civil war-esque for us to be ripping each other apart in our country. Why don't we just find what we can agree on, get a little Venn diagram out. Let's sing some songs about that. Because it's one thing to have creative freedom to sing whatever song you want to sing, and he's allowed to do that. But it's another to have that platform and take that approach, which to me is the simpler fear-based approach to being a creative. It's easier to rip things apart. It's easier to destroy the sandcastle. But then the Willie Nelsons, and like I said before, the Kenny Chesneys, the I've Got Friends in Low Places, those types of songs are more about sharing what we can all agree on, that we enjoy a cold beer and a sunset. Not that if you come to my town, we have guns and we'll do something about it. That's rubbish, if you ask me. And let's take a hard left turn to some other content. Did anyone else play the lottery yesterday? Oh, I thought I had the winning ticket. I spent $6, I bought three tickets, and I didn't win. So Florida is not just picking up bricks of cocaine. They're also winning billions of dollars in the lottery. And don't get me wrong. I hate that the lottery is even a thing. I hate that the lottery strings us along. Like we all think if I had a million dollars, I'd probably not be rich because of inflation. But either way, Congrats to the winner in Florida. If you want to join our Patreon, I know you got a couple extra bucks. Go to patreon.com slash Dave Neal and give us some of that money. We'll help you out. And from Florida to the Garden State of New Jersey, we have some more content. Why Taco Bell's free taco giveaway is happening everywhere but New New Jersey. Oh, I'm so sorry to all of our New Jersey fans out there. You guys know New Jersey is one of my favorite states, and I've actually considered moving there. I truly love the people of New Jersey. They are just some of the most honest, uh, just good salt-of-the-earth mafia members. No, we love... Anyway, Taco Bell is opening a $5 million taco tab and offering free Doritos Locos tacos in honor of the liberation of the Taco Tuesday trademark to customers across the country. Oh, they should they should join hands with microdose.com. You could have an edible and then get a free taco. Doesn't that sound nice? The giveaway, the taco one, is valid in 49 states, but not in New Jersey, the only place where the Taco Tuesday trademark is not canceled. Taco John's, the regional taco chain that had Taco Tuesday trademarked for 34 years, 
announced last month that it's ending its fight in defending the phrase against Taco Bell's lawyers. Very fascinating stuff. So if you live in New Jersey, you can't get a free taco. And that's not the only thing that has to do in New Jersey. There's only one state left where it's illegal to pump your own gas. I wouldn't know anything about this, folks, because I drive an electric vehicle now. Uh, But New Jersey is now the only state in America where it's illegal for drivers to pump their own gas. Oregon last week lifted its 72-year-old ban on self-service gas stations, allowing stations to operate half of their pumps as self-serve. Oregon's law, which was signed Friday by Democratic Governor Tina Kotick, was passed over the objections of a union representing 800 workers at stations. Well, that does kind of stink for station workers that were making money by pumping gas, but yeah... It's kind of funny when you go to Portland and you realize, yeah, yeah, you can't pump your own gas. Well, New Jersey's the only state left that you can't do that. So if anyone drives through New Jersey, just roll the window down. And but I like pumping my gas. I have a very specific setup. I put the pump in, or at least I did before I got my Tesla. I put the pump in and I always make sure to go do my windshields. I throw out any trash that's in there, stretch out my calf muscles, maybe buy a Diet Coke inside, you know, beef jerky, just your typical gas station charcuterie. Uh, you know, you get the beef jerky with that uh, cylindrical stick of cheese. And uh, that's healthy if you ask me. Uh, but either way, Interesting stories there in New Jersey and Florida. Well, I guess that's going to do it for us. On my YouTube video, I do have a clip of Caitlin Bristow being spotted um, on The Golden Bachelor. She is filming Golden Bachelor. Uh, Zachary Reality has that uh, story on his TikTok, and I copied him and shared it on the YouTube channel. And then we've also got, uh, what else did I share today? I guess that's pretty much it. We got through all of the news. Been a wild week. Uh, I was always wondering over the summer, like, is the channel dead? Are people listening? It is at an all-time high right now. If you guys want to see me live this Friday, I've got a a Real Housewives-themed stand-up show. Which, by the way, I've never watched a Real Housewives episode of my life, but I have been watching a lot of Bravo's Below Deck and Vanderpump Rules, so I do feel like at least I'm in the Bravo world. I'll be on that stand-up show Friday night in Los Angeles, and then next Thursday, Huntington Beach. I've got a great show. You're going to love it. I'm there. Uh, Huntington Beach, California next Thursday, the 17th. And then August 24th, I'm in Seattle. I've got VIP tickets for those who decide to come VIP. You're going to get an autographed poster of that show, a koozie that says spill beer, not tea. No, excuse me. Spill tea, not beer. Dave Neal fan club. That's a koozie you can only get if you come to the show. And if you don't buy the VIP tickets, you can still buy one after the show. And that comes with a beer. So you can see me in Seattle or Huntington Beach and be on alert. Um, I might have a show end of October that might take place in Scottsdale. So lots of opportunities to come laugh. I think we could use a little bit more of that in our world. Thank you for supporting our sponsors, the link tree. And don't forget, it's the month where we celebrate our teachers. We have the teacher appreciation wish list. Uh, We have 30 plus teachers on that wish list. You can click on the link below in the description of this video of this uh, podcast. And from there, you can see the teacher's wish list. Maybe find a teacher in your state to donate to. Maybe just find a random teacher in need and you can go buy them something for their Amazon wish list. And I appreciate everyone for being so supportive of our community. And big shout out to Mimi. If you caught my third video today, I opened a present on air. And it turns out Mimi from Pittsburgh 
Mimi from Pittsburgh, sent me a Golden Bachelor shirt. So excited. And I'm just so appreciative to have you guys in our nice community. So thanks again for another successful day of content. As always, I've been Dave Neal, and this was Bachelor Rush Hour.